humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together the Venite. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our psalms this morning are Psalms 19 and Psalms 23. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. One day telleth another, and one night certifieth another. There is neither speech nor language, but their voices are heard among them. Their sound is gone out into all lands, and their words into the ends of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which cometh forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber, and rejoiceth, rejoiceth as a giant to run his course. It goeth forth from the uttermost part of the heaven, and runneth about unto the end of it again, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is an undefiled law, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, and giveth wisdom unto the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, and giveth light unto the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, and endureth forever. The judgments of the Lord are true, and righteous altogether. More to be desired than are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey, and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is they serve, is thy servant taught, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can tell how oft he offendeth? O cleanse thou me from my secret faults. Keep thy servant also from presumptuous sins, lest they get dominion over me. So shall I be undefiled and innocent from the great offense. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Psalm 23 The Lord is my shepherd, therefore can I lack nothing. He shall feed me in a green pasture, and lead me forth beside the waters of comfort. He shall convert my soul, and bring me forth in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. 
for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Thou shalt prepare a table before me in the presence of them that trouble me. Thou hast anointed my head with oil, and my cup shall be full. Surely thy loving kindness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth verse of the tenth chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? But to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command you today for your good. Indeed, heaven and the highest heavens belong also the earth with all that is in it. The Lord delighted only in your fathers to love them, and he chose their descendants after them. You above all peoples, it is as it is this day. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality nor takes a bribe. He administers justice for the fatherless and the widow, and loves the stranger, giving him food and clothing. Therefore love the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God, you shall serve him, and to him you shall hold fast and take oaths in his name. He is your praise, and he is your God, who has done for you these great and awesome things which your eyes have seen. Your fathers went down to Egypt with seventy persons, and now the Lord your God has made you as the stars of heaven in multitude. Therefore <clears throat> you shall love the Lord your God, and keep his charge, his statutes, his judgments, and his commandments always. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Benedictus says, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the first epistle of St. John. My little children, these things I write to you, so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he himself is a propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, 
but also for the whole world. Now by this we know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He who says, I know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Brethren, I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment, which you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write to you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness <clears throat> is passing away, and the true light is already shining. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness, and does not know where he is going, because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for you for his name's sake. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write to you, little children, because you have known the Father. I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, the will of God, abides forever. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Benedictines. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, through the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, 
and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, who has taught us that in all our doings without charity or nothing worth, send thy Holy Ghost and pour into our hearts that most excellent gift of charity, the very bond of peace and of all virtues, without which whosoever liveth is counted dead before thee. Grant this for thine only Son, Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good Sunday morning to you. On uh, Sunday of um, Quintagesima, 50 days before Easter, less than 50, more than 40. Our colic today, um, we just gone from, you know, us not taking care of ourselves and letting God take care of us to kind of a... Um, uh, gee, it's almost a scary thing where um, we got to get charity in our hearts. And, of course, charity is the word for love. But it's not just love like I love tacos. This is love of God. This is godly love or, or forgiveness and and uh, uh, more for the other than for self. And so that's there today. And so there's, see, we see in here, um, I see in these passages today, a need for a balance, a balance between uh, what we do and why we do it. And so we have to ask ourselves what motivates our actions. And so I I, I like to um, bring up or <clears throat> it, it comes to my mind that a lot of what we do, I do something because I love the Lord. So we're coming up to Lent and I'm going to do something that uh, is one of my default settings and I'm going to move that default setting. And so at first I have to be very conscious about it. It's going to be done as as a um, offering to God. So because my heart loves, loves the Lord, I'm going to uh, discard this thing from my life during Lent. And as Lent goes on, what I'll find is it becomes a part of my life to have discarded it. So that's, I think there's a 
it's really hard to find the balance. And we read in James, of course, everybody knows faith without works is dead is um is dead. And and so we have to like find that balance where our our duties that we do because of our love and devotion becomes part of who we are. And of course that doesn't happen in a minute. That happens over time. And of course that supports the reason for us living a life of prayer. Look at this our passages today. Um there's kind of a, a paradox in Psalm 19. It's that the heavens declare and the earth displays, um, but there's no language. It's done and we're to understand it. It goes beyond language. And so this message, which is the word of God, it changes people. Um, it converts the simple and makes the wise, it converts the soul and makes the wise simple. And then it, it, it emphasizes that God is um, to be desired more than silver or gold. And I think of... Um, friends or people I know who aren't believers and they don't understand the idea of how something that could be more important than your 401k, your house, or how much money you make. And uh, God's so much more uh, weird. Um, so that's something that as Christian people and as we read and we get to know God, we understand that. Psalm 23. Uh, we've all heard this one and I'm going to challenge you. If you don't have this one memorized, stop sometime soon and maybe part of Lent is to do that have that in your memory so um so it, it becomes a part of who you are um as you ask the holy spirit to reveal to you what to give up for Lent or how to what to replace in Lent uh, possibly replacing something with this psalm and with prayers might be part of the spirit and this psalm displays the dependence on God and our position as his sheep uh, final comment on memorizing I I read the one in our prayer book, the Coverdale version, but I'm used to the one from the King James, and sometimes it gets a little confusing. And I'm not sure. I think I read two verses today and letting instead of letting Chris have the one he's supposed to have. And I think that comes from memorizing it, and I'm just used to uh, running through that, and that's it's kind of like my psalm, but uh, so I guess I'm making an excuse for bumping into Chris like that. But uh, I think it's a really good one to memorize because that one will become part of who you are. and you've uh, So... I think that'd be a good thing. And it's, again, talking to us about making God uh, number one in our lives. And so we reread in Deuteronomy what God requires of us um, and what he requires that we love him, serve him with all our heart and with all our soul and keep his commandments. So you can see where the heart and the soul comes first. And so conversion is of the heart. It starts in the mind, but it has to go to the heart. And um, keeping the commandments, and of course, that's the ones that Moses was reviewing for him. And so we're looking for that balance between heart and duty. So looking at John, 1 John, um, of course, there, there's a verse in there that we hear of you work week. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins. And, of course, the rest of that verse, not only for ours, but also for the whole world, isn't, isn't in our communion service in the comfortable words, but it's one we hear all the time. And I think um, part of the balance is that we remember that we can't do it ourselves. It's not things we do. It's God doing it for us. And so we allow God to change us. And so that's why we remember that, that when we do mess up, we have Jesus Christ as our advocate. And keeping his word shows that we love him. And and of the and if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Um, I don't know if it needs to be said or not. I, I don't think that means that we can't enjoy the things we have while we're here. But 
I think them being the priority I mentioned, like your 401k, your car and your house, they can't be the reason for your life. Jesus Christ is the reason for our life. And so we get away from the lust of the flesh and then we're allowed, allow ourselves to follow God. So kind of in conclusion, our practice changes our heart and our heart informs our practice. And that's kind of the, uh, the, the circle that heart. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Let's, um, because it's Sunday morning, prayer for Sunday morning. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, vouchsafe us this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost, be with us all evermore. Amen. Have a blessed Sunday. Thank you, Chris. It's really good to be with all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you all.